Good morning and welcome to Thursday morning, July the 22nd in 2021 on When I Rise. We're currently in year B, proper week 12, which is the ninth Sunday after Pentecost. And on the Thursday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the New Testament letter text that the Revised Common Lectionary gives us. And so we're back in the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. This is one of the, the prayers of the Apostle Paul that are in the book of Ephesians. And so we get to, what's cool is we get to look into the prayer life of this historic first century church planter, renegade of funk, Apostle Paul. So let's read his prayer this morning. I'll provide a couple points of reflection and then we'll spend our time praying along its theme. Thanks for making this party of morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and we got together in a time of prayer. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 14 through 21. For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all of the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that's at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. This is the word of God for us. You, but I'm a sucker for a tearjerker story, and what tends to bring that type of reaction about is, you ever see these stories where uh, these brothers and sisters who um, were separated at some point because of you know family issues, and they get to meet back later in life uh, with one another, they get to be reacquainted, and they just marvel at, even though they have spent years apart, um, how they can make a quick connection. Uh, they see similarities to faces. Um, they have similar mannerisms and they're just kind of blown away that even though they've been apart for so long, they've also been kind of together at the same time. And the unveiling of it all is just simply overwhelming. I think that's simply the prayer of the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul, as he's trying to argue that Jews and uh, non-Jews, Gentiles, are of the same family, he appeals to the Father, and he asks that God would give them uh, the same type of aha and revelation of, you know, long-lost brothers and siblings, brothers and sisters and siblings, to be reunited with one another. Uh, He calls upon the Father. He says that this is the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. And so as these Jews and Gentiles, as they're trying to track with Paul, as they're trying to consider his claim that they all belong in the same family, they wonder, how could this be? I mean, we come from different places. We have different customs. We speak different languages, um, went to different schools, so on and so forth. And so Paul is turning their, their eyes back to the Father. But I think what I love about his prayer the most is I think it just gets to the very heart of what prayer is. Um, if you listen close enough to people's prayers, and since I'm a you know, religious professional, I listen to prayers all the time. Yeah, what I find is that sometimes prayer turns into something else than, it's, than it was intended to be. And by no means do I want to critique people's prayer. I don't know anything about prayer. I just know a little bit about it, I guess. 
Um, and I was, I just want us to pray. And yes, God hears every prayer and it doesn't have to be sophisticated. And all those things considered, I think sometimes if we listen closely enough, if you're in a corporate prayer meeting, people do this, this phenomenon called preach praying, where they're really preaching at people as they're trying to pray to God, right? Um, so what I love about Paul is that he reorients us to what prayer is supposed to be, which is asking God for things. And it's truly really asking God for things that only God can do, right? Because other than that, it's like preach praying. Like we know what we should be doing. We shouldn't be praying about stuff that we know we should be doing. We should be asking God for the stuff that we know that only God can do. And so here's Paul's big prayer. He's like, God, um, everyone's confused. Uh, they're a little nervous. There's pain in the midst of Jews and Gentiles trying to get along with one another. And so my desperate prayer is that they would be rooted and established in love towards one another and that they would know how wide and long and high and deep the love of God is because if they can, then they will love one another. And he gets to verse 20, which is a well-known verse. Now to him who's able to do it immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, right? Paul imagines a unified body of Christ. And that was a big, bold vision and ask of God that he would make a church out of all people. But Paul says, I can imagine that, even though it seems impossible. And God can do even more than I can ask or imagine. And so he's asking God, this is up to you. It can't be something that we could do ourselves. We need your strength. We need a revelation of the love of God in order to do this. So he's, he's pouring out his heart to God. God, only you can put this church together. And I pray that you would. So it just reminds me of like, do we have needs in our life that are like the only God, right? <laughs> the only God type prayers. Those are the things that we should be pouring our, our hearts out to God for. Uh, maybe it's a healing of an illness you've been living with for some time. Maybe you're estranged in a relationship and you'd like to see it mended. Uh, perhaps you want to see big, bold changes in our culture. And uh, instead of like just talking about it and bemoaning what the other side of the political spectrum is doing, maybe we could just bring it to God and say, God, um, you know, America's not any special than any other country out there. We know that you you want to take care of all the nations, including America. And so, God, could you like do something in our day uh, that would that would be breathtaking? Uh, only you seem to be able to have the power to do it at this point. And so, uh, I think throughout the day, uh, maybe even have like a like a notebook, a piece of paper, or like a, a note on the phone, and say, okay, what can I truly pray for? That is not just obedient stuff, like I know that I should do, but pray for the stuff that I know that I can't do, but I know God can. And spend our time bringing those requests to God, and then we begin to fellowship with Him as we do so. So with those things in mind, let's spend some time praying together this morning as we approach our day together before God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you that every family in heaven and on earth derives from you, that you watch over us all, and you hear our requests. God, we confess sometimes we don't know what to pray for, and we thank you that prayer is simple. We just bring our requests to you. We uh, commune with you as we pray, and uh, we grow in prayer as we pray. And so, God, we approach you each morning, and we pour our hearts to you. Um, God, we do confess at times that um, we mix, like, calls to obedience with things that we should be praying for. And so God, train us to ask for the big things. Um, God, some of us are sheepish to do that because maybe we don't want to get our hopes up because um, things may not be answered in the time that we want or in the way that we want. 
And so God, we are growing in this area, but I pray that you give us a spirit of faith. And as we pray, I pray that we would pray to you like kids asking requests to a good dad. And I pray that uh, as we grow in that confidence, uh, I pray that our, um, our comfort would soar, that our language would, would develop and mature in the way of prayer. And I ask God that uh, you would commune with us as we seek to commune with you. And so God, we um, have big, bold needs. And we know that we have things in our life that are beyond our control. Um, we have tried to fix them, we can't. And we've sought other answers and we've come up empty. And so God, those things which are beyond the boundary of our strength, we bring those things to you now. And we ask God that your kingdom would come and your will be done and that you would conform those needs to the story that you have given us that is unfolding before us. So God, help us to pray and help us to ask you and help us to know that when we ask you with a grateful heart, uh, that you commune with us and that you're dwelling with us. And that is a true gift in and of itself. So God, hear us as we pray and pour out our hearts to you. I ask in Christ's name. Amen.